Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Nurse Mark and the Green Nurse Daily Dose of AFA. Where we bring you hope and inspiration for growth and healing so you can start your day off the AFA way. And in case you have forgotten, guess what? Mark wrote a book. (laughs) He wrote a book. All you got to do is just look at the title every day and say to myself, yourself, I'm absolutely fucking amazing. That's it. You You don't even need to read the book. And you can look at the cover. That's it. It'll just, it'll, it'll emanate all you need to know. (laughs) Right. The osmosis. Can I tell you, I used to do that as a kid, honestly. What? Take like the book. This is really funny. The book that I needed to learn. I would put it under my pillow and I'd ask for the information to be infused into my brain. I love that idea. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, why not? That is a great idea, Sherry. Yeah. Did it work? Um, no, <laughs> I needed a, I needed a little, but you know what though? It boosted my self-confidence to know that, you know what? Uh-huh. Well, Here's another cool. way. Pray over the book, pray that you're going to get the knowledge, pray that you're going to get the wisdom and then take oh, the Oh yeah. 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 No, yep. I had ADHD pretty badly as a kid and um, my mom I almost failed first grade and my mom had to teach me how to read between the summer of yeah, first grade and second grade. That's how mm. bad my ADHD was. I didn't even know that I had it. Yeah. Until we my adult years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So rise and shine, here, here Mark. You are. Rise and shine. Happy Wednesday, April 21st, everybody. Yeah. You've been up oh, for yeah. a while. Good morning, Denise. Hey, Denise Costello. We missed you last night. Um, but yeah. thank you so much for your donation for the 420. 420 yeah. potluck. Anyway, that was a good and, one. And happy 420 hangover, everybody. Uh, and it's funny that we're going to, you know, we have, it's, a, it's 420 hangover because we're going to talk about alcohol today when alcohol. we get into it, yeah. which is really, you know, to be a great subject. So get ready. Get ready, everybody. So, yeah. all right. How's so, everyone doing for all of our Canna viewers that are out there and that are joining us this morning? Did you all celebrate nicely? Yesterday, we hope you all did enjoy the plant and the wisdom of the plant. And I hope you all joined us yesterday. Mark, mm-hmm. it was fun. Huh? Oh, that was a blast. That was so <laughs> much fun. Yeah, you were great. Really enjoyed it. Great job. Yeah, Joe. And everything it was really good. Joe, yeah. <laughs> moving slow, Carrie Lee. Yeah, moving slow. Oh, uh-huh. Carrie, Carrie Lee was very pivotal in helping us, you know, go through 100 prizes, 100 names. Yeah, we gave it all four. Listen, it took like four hours. I was like, is it four hours and 20 minutes? And he goes, no, I think it was like four hours and 40 minutes. We were on. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but that would have been really fun if it was four that hours. Was, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you beat it. Yeah, it was a really good event. Really good. Yeah. So, Sherry, how are you feeling this morning? I feel a little crunchy. Um, mm. You know, I mean, you know, you all know that I was kind of experiencing a pain flare, but I worked through it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I basically, I feel okay. I feel a little foggy, but um, I didn't consume as much THC as I consumed a lot of this yesterday. This mm-hmm. is CBG and I really like this. And I, I did a couple dabs and I did mm-hmm. a couple, you know, hits off of the, of the blunt, you know, for, for fun. But mm-hmm. I really, really enjoyed this, the CBG mm-hmm. pre-roll which is really, really cool, full spectrum plant. And the reason why I liked it is because I didn't feel impaired. I didn't make me tired, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, so I feel, but I feel tired today because after so we finished the show last night and Joe's up making 
bacon and eggs and toast. And <laughs> so we were eating breakfast at midnight last night. There's like, nothing wrong with that. That sounds no. like a good night. It was a yeah. good night. And then just waking up today, you know, you can see my eyes are a little slitty. Uh -huh. mm. But they're going to get better. I'm going to take a nap later and nourish my endocannabinoid system. Yes, absolutely. And, Have yeah. to take care of this, that. How about you, Mark? What happened to you this morning? Oh, my gosh. I am exhausted this morning because I woke up at 3 a.m. and couldn't go back to sleep. I tried and it was a fail, but it's okay. So okay. I'm pushing through, getting into my day, but I'm really, really tired. So if I'm not my chipper self, you'll know why. Know Lack why. of sleep. But it's okay. It's all good. Yeah. All right. You ready for some daily love? I am so ready for some love, Mark. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. I took this from the Book of Awakening by Mark Nepo or Nepo. Mm -hmm. And in this, Mark is really talking about uh, the gift of surprise is the name of it. And so I'm just going to read a little bit of it. Sure. We can never be prepared for everything. No one person can anticipate all of life. In fact, over-preparation is yet another way to wall ourselves in from life. Rather, we can only prepare for how we might respond to the gift of surprise that often moves in on us faster than our reflex to resist. Life is surprising, isn't it? Life, oh, yeah. Life is surprising. Whether you like it or not, you're going to get and, many and, surprises through the journey of life. Yeah. And it made me think of that line from the John Lennon song in 1980 that was, life is what happens while you're busy making plans. Right? Yeah. And there's so much wisdom in that because that's what it was talking about in today's reading and from that famous quote. You know, we spend, where? here's the question, where do you want to live? Do you want to live in the thoughts of life's going to occur out here somewhere when things are really good? That's when I'm really going to be living life. Well, or do you want to be present in this moment, which is just the most magical moment of all? Yeah. Mm. yeah. I want to be present in this moment, right? Yeah. Because there's the surprises. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> you never know. You never you know. No idea. And so yeah, here we are. Scary, but this all here. Yes. We're all here saying hello. Good morning. Happy 42121. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so present moment awareness and um focusing like you said on the internal world, right? Let that internal world manifest externally. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Yep. Be present go here and now. All right, putting on the show glasses now. Here we go. Show sure. glasses. I'll put mine on too. Let's see here. Wellness Wednesday. Wellness Wednesday. So y'all know what we do is we do health awareness topics throughout the week and month. And actually, April is Alcohol Awareness Month. So let us congratulate all of those who are working on abstaining from alcohol. As you eliminate this toxin from your body, your entire body will thank you as alcohol is toxic to your endocannabinoid system. So what is Alcohol Awareness Month, Mark? Oh, it's a national public health awareness campaign sponsored by the National Council for Alcoholism and Drug Dependence. And it was developed in order to increase awareness and understanding on one of our nation's top public health problems, which is alcoholism. alcoholism. Yeah. When was it established, Cher? 
So it was established in 1987 to focus on spreading the awareness and reducing the stigma associated with alcohol addiction. And it also highlights the need for education on the dangers of unsafe alcohol consumption. Mm. So we know that alcohol has historically been the most used substance by our youth and adults in the United States. And alcohol is the third leading cause of preventable death in the United States. Mm-hmm. And about 95,000 Americans die from alcohol-related causes every single year. And that's what they can prove directly. Yeah. I mean, there's so many, many Other more. factors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, so from- <clears throat> your endocannabinoid system in alcohol. Yeah. And so yeah. now this is just really interesting. And this is how <clears throat> intricate, intricate that the endocannabinoid system is mm-hmm. and how it's always trying to autocorrect. Our body's always trying to autocorrect itself. So if you think about this, mm-hmm. acute alcohol exposure, and what this does is the brain goes, whoop, what's going on, right? It mm-hmm. increases the endocannabinoid levels in the brain as a protective mechanism, right? So your own endocannabinoid system turns on to increase these two AG levels. These are internal mm-hmm. endogenous cannabinoids that we make and it has a neuroprotective property to protect our brain right. very, very interesting so listen if we don't make enough of our own <laughs> internal endogenous cannabinoids well that's where we can get into trouble mm-hmm. right. absolutely now alcohol when it's metabolized at one point during that metabolization process it is turned into acetaldehyde and mm-hmm. so acetaldehyde is a known carcinogen so depending on how long it takes your body to metabolize it, it may stay in that carcinogenic state for a long period of time. Yeah. And so hence liver cancer and those other cancers attributed directly to alcohol use. Yeah. And do you ever wonder why, if you've ever consumed too much alcohol about, Ooh, what are you doing there, doggy? <laughs> um, <laughs> you got a friend coming in? I got a friend coming in. Yes. He phone a friend. But interesting enough, think about when, if you wake up hungover, if you've had too many drinks, oftentimes people wake up anxious, right? Or dehydrated. Mm -hmm. So alcohol depletes our body of B vitamins and B vitamins bathe the central nervous system, really helping to keep our endocannabinoid system, you know, in in check. So if you think about overconsumption of alcohol, Mm -hmm. think about the umbrella, the endocannabinoid system regulates the entire body. Right. So overconsumption of alcohol is toxic to all of our organ systems and all of the messenger signaling systems that give messages to tell our body to do something or not. Mm. Yeah. And dependence is linked to downregulation of 2AG and CB1 brain receptors. And again, 2AG is the most prevalent endocannabinoid in the brain. Yeah. Mm Yeah. So long term use, like we said, depletes the endocannabinoid system tone and can affect all of the physiological processes that are modulated by the endocannabinoid system, which is everything. Right, right. 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 So anyways. So, <clears throat> cannabis. Cannabis can be used. Yep. Right? To help. Absolutely. Well, num- number one, they're looking at it as uh, using cannabis to help people who have alcoholism to actually stop drinking. So there's a lot of studies being done around that. But what else, Sherry? Well, the thing that's interesting, too, is that cannabinoids can help people come off of alcohol. 
Cannabinoids can help nourish the endocannabinoid system and help decrease anxiety while people start to take care of themselves, health and wellness. Mm -hmm. And when we're looking, you know, we're going to talk about a little bit about alcohol liver disease research, which is really mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. I was looking this up in Canakees because I really wanted to get some science mm -hmm. behind um, what we're talking about. So the Canakees right. talked about alcohol liver disease, and it's actually known as alcohol fatty liver, right. alcohol hepatitis, alcoholic cirrhosis of the liver, mm -hmm. and alcoholic hepatic failure. Yeah, which is non-compatible with life. In other exactly. words, you'll die if you end up at that point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's a fatty liver disease that's brought on by the constant stress from alcohol abuse, producing chronic inflammation and organ mm -hmm. fat accumulation, severely impairing the liver's ability to perform its prime functions as a digestive and detoxifying organ, right? So the liver right. filters, it's a filter system. Right. And, you know, they're also seeing, Sherry, even a, a lot of uh, fatty liver um, in people who don't drink these days. Right, exactly. For some reason, now I think it may be even stress related, right? To right. The stress of, uh, of alcohol abuse or stress of life. They're seeing a lot more cases or maybe they're just getting better at diagnosing it. Could be, you know, could be both. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. So the alcohol liver disease, it's considered mm -hmm. to be inflammatory disease of the digestive system. Mm -hmm. And basically some symptoms include increased generalized weakness, nausea, abdominal pain or discomfort, enlarged liver, a big, a big abdomen, your belly's getting big, mm -hmm. edema of lower extremities, which means that you're, you start to accumulate fluid in your distal extremities, like your feet and your hands, right. you get swollen. Mm -hmm. Ascites, fluid buildup in the abdominal cavity. That's horrible. I mean, that can that prevent- That is horrible. Think about it. Your, your, your abdominal cavity fills up with fluid and it presses on all the other organs, including your lungs. So it becomes hard to breathe. And you really, they go in just like they're doing an amniocentesis. They yep. just go in I, and they drain all that fluid off. And it's, I mean, I've, I've seen, seen it done and it is too. amazing how much fluid builds up in that space. Yeah. It's really, yeah. It, it's scary. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And think about this too. So patients become jaundice. Mm -hmm. They actually have an increased tendency to bruise, right? Mm -hmm. Decreased cognitive function, right? They get red palms, decreased libido, shrinking testicles. Males can be, have breast enlargement. I don't know mm -hmm. about you, but I don't think you want that. Light yeah. colored. Oh, tools, right? None of those things sounds uh, very appealing, Sherry, to be honest right. with you. You know, so. Yeah, you know. it's rough. So we found nine total studies. They were 100% positive. Yeah. And yeah. but the evidence is it's limited to preclinical trials. So that means we still have a ways to go in our research. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the evidence did suggest neuroprotective properties, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the trials they had in 2017 demonstrated that CBD reduced inflammation and oxidative stress in alcohol liver disease in mice. Mm -hmm. I thought that mm -hmm. was interesting. What other studies, Mark? Yeah. So there was a review conducted by European researchers in 2019. They, they were looking at the complex immunomodulatory antioxidant and anxiolytic and the anti-epileptic properties of CBD in the context of alcohol, alcoholic liver disease. They found that CBD reduced not just overall alcohol consumption, but also reduced the associated anxiety, the relapse, relapse motivation for alcohol, and impulsivity in test animals. That's really now, interesting. Now, to be fair, 
we we do these animal tests sometimes yeah. they don't cross over into humans to be yeah. honest but still they're it's they're the beginning of the indication that hey we should probably take a look at this right right yeah. so right. what else on that study sherry so oh, I love this. So CBD was able to reduce, this is a big one, CBD mm -hmm. able to reduce fat buildup in the liver, mm -hmm. modulate inflammation, reduce oxidative stress, among other factors that are part of the underlying pathophysiology for alcohol-related mm -hmm. fibrosis of the liver. Right. So mm -hmm. really, like, you know, looking at CBD as a way to help these patients, you know, start to auto-regulate and reduce that fat buildup in the liver because that's 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 not good. You know, your liver, you need your liver. <laughs> you need your liver. You really do. Yeah, you just can't do without. It's an amazing organ. Like you can take a piece of someone else's liver and, and it'll actually regenerate in your body. So there, it's an amazing, amazing uh, organ. But you really do need to have it working really well. You know, the last thing, uh, a position paper by the Canadian Association of Gastroenterology states that the use of cannabinoids in the treatment context of alcoholic liver disease may have a possible protective effect. There you and go. That's pretty big. It is big. That type of thing. I mean, that's, that's, they, they're very rigorous in, in what they are actually going to come out and say publicly. Like they really do their research. So you can, it's good. It is good. Mm -hmm. So just say no to alcohol. It, you know, Sherry, it's a it's a difficult prospect, right? It because it's so interwoven into our society that it's yeah. just encouraged. But folks, let's just realize it's another drug. It is just yeah. another drug. And it happens to be one that we all say, yeah, we'll allow that. That's okay. You can poison yourself. It's fine. So... Don't you think it's time that we say to the plant, hey, yeah, go ahead, use that. It's a great medicine. You'll love it. Access everywhere, right? Access everywhere, truly. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. Everyone should have access to this plant. We all have an endocannabinoid system. We're all trying to stay healthy. We're all trying to live our best life. We're all right. trying to do the best we can with what we have right here, right now. Uh -huh. And plant medicine needs to be on the table. People need to be educated. So they absolutely do. So Sherry, what do we have going on, on on this wild Wednesday? Well, I got to tell you. So in the weeds, Prohibition Talk Radio is taking the afternoon off. We usually do our Canna Talk segment, but because we had a big show last night, we're going to just pause. Arden, long into the night, so you deserve an afternoon off. Yeah. But we have a podcast. We, have a we do. We have a podcast tonight with Dawn uh -huh. Marie Denstra, and she's been doing some amazing things in Maryland. She's also a cannabis nurse and she's overcome breast cancer using cannabis and that which mm -hmm. propelled her into the cannabis space. And she's doing a lot of great things in dispensaries in Maryland. Isn't, so that, she'll always be coming the way. Isn't that always yeah. the way there's a backstory and it's always so encouraging to hear the stories of successfully using this plant to, to yeah. maintain or actually increase health. Yeah. It's just okay. absolutely amazing from a practitioner's yeah. viewpoint. I agree. I yeah. agree. And then the rest of the week, we have our show tomorrow morning and Friday morning. Mm -hmm. And then after our morning show on Friday, we mm -hmm. have Frequency Fridays. Oh. Where we actually talk about our little favorite Healy device. So good. Bioenergetic medicine. I call it my bioenergetic endocannabinoid system where, you know, mm -hmm. we're literally plugging in vibes. You are you know, just energy. Well. That's it. Our energy. Yeah. And it feels yeah. good. Yeah. That's all we are. 
Yes. So join us for that. That's 9 a.m. on Friday. And, yep. uh, you know, Sherry, I am having an AFA day. Although I'm tired, I'm so happy to be right here right now with all of you. I know. And me too. Let me ask you. You know, I got to hear it. It's the well, only way I get through the day. Of course, of course. Well, what's of it course. all about? <laughs> it's about living your best life and helping others do the same. Happy 421, everyone. We love you. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. It's my dad's birthday. Happy birthday, dad. Your dad's birthday. Yeah, oh. that's how we'll end it. Happy birthday, dad. Happy all birthday. right. See you guys tomorrow.